Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. So the House is entering its third week without a speaker. Nearly a dozen Republicans are vying to earn the support of their conference to wield that gavel. They're searching for a new nominee after Jim Jordan became the latest to exit the race. So the big one over the weekend who said he's is vying, I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, to be speakers, Byron Donalds. Yep. Now, Byron Donalds is interesting. So he is uh, uh, from Florida. He's also black. He's super conservative. Yep. And... He initially voted not to appoint Kevin McCarthy Speaker of the House. So he's a he's a second term member and he's part of that Freedom Caucus. Now he did vote to save Kevin McCarthy, so that's a giant red flag. However, when it came time to initially appoint him, he did not vote for him. So he at least checks a couple boxes for me that other people were not checking. However, I maintain, Casey, I think it's too fractured at this point to get any existing member of the House of Representatives to be the speaker. It's either going to be from outside of the House or I, I still think the more, more likely ending for this is a group of these scumbag Republicans are going to team up with Hakeem Jeffries mm-hmm. and, and appoint someone. Well, here's let's go through the name. Names of all the people. Tom Emmer, <laughs> Kevin Hearn, Jack Burgum, Austin Scott, Byron Donalds, Mike Johnson, Pete Sessions, Don Mooser, Gary Palmer, Rob Kendall, Casey Daniels, Kevin McNamara. <laughs> Gary Palmer, wasn't he Palmer from Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? <laughs> it's like at this point, is today your day to say that you want to be Speaker of the House? I'll, I'll take tomorrow. Hey, Kevin, I think there's an opening on Friday. You want to put your name down for it? Yeah, uh, sure. So, look, the Republicans are a train wreck. And not just because of this. The Republicans are a train wreck because they lie to the American people. This is the thing that just gets washed over by, and I just, I love seeing, and it's so many of these Indiana Republicans, whether they're the political people themselves or the stooge people who, you know, grift off of these politicians, just the whining about, you know, these you know, as though Matt Gates and these other people are just Benedict Arnold reincarnated, and oh my gosh, I, the, what all, what chaos they've thrown the country into. Well, first of all, no, because the government was fully funded thanks to Kevin McCarthy and and his friends with no meaningful cuts whatsoever for 45 days. So nothing's changing. The country's not in chaos. Nothing's not getting done. All the bloated, inefficient government programs are still continuing as they always did. But there's no ownership whatsoever about why Kevin McCarthy was removed. So Brian Donalds, when I think of him, Byron Donalds. When I think uh, of him, a uh, uh, Byron Brian Donalds also probably running for probably, speaker of the house. Probably, uh, but when I think of Byron Donalds, I think of him doing the post Donald Trump on CNN interview. Mm-hmm. He was there to you know give his part, and him and Van got into that fight, yeah, uh-huh. and they just kept cutting him off. And he was very stern. It was like I'm here to answer some questions if you're going to let me speak. Well, he's by far the most to me interesting person who has 
who has declared himself eligible, mainly because he was one of the people who was smart enough to say, oh, no, we don't want any part of Kevin McCarthy before those concessions were put into place, which ultimately led to McCarthy's removal. So he did all sorts of media over the weekend. And I thought there were a couple clips that kind of stood out. He uh, here is him actually announcing, hey, I'm, I'm getting in this race. You're a candidate now officially for speaker. I am a candidate officially. Uh, we put out a notice on our ex that telling the American people and my colleagues that I've thrown my hat in the ring to run for Speaker of the House. Look, let's be very clear. Our House right now, we're having some issues. Uh, we can repair those issues, but it requires us to be unified, number one, go back to business and secure our border, actually fund this government responsibly, and then continue to lay out that conservative vision for the people who sent us here. That job can still be done. Um, I believe I am the leader that can get that job done. That's why I threw my hat in the ring to run for Speaker of the House. Okay, so he said that he would release all of the January 6th footage if he was elected House Speaker. He's also part of the Financial Services Committee. So does that mean that he's going to clamp down on spending? Well, look, they're not going to let him win because just like they wouldn't let Jim Jordan win, any person who is a remote threat to the legalized vote buying that the establishment wing of the Republican Party is wholly invested in, just like the Democrats, they're not going to allow that to happen. They're just, they, they, they need it. It's the lifeblood of their political lives is inefficient, unaccountable government where in many cases, people who give large amounts of money to these politicians are the beneficiaries of that. They're not going to allow somebody who's going to get spending under control to be the speaker. That's why they've lost their minds that Kevin McCarthy is out. Okay, so he says that he's worked well with all sides and he lays out his priorities if he's elected. What is your pitch to the GOP conference? What are your priorities? Uh, my pitch is very simple. First, we got to get back to work immediately. We have to uh, get these appropriation bills done. We must secure our border. Uh, if we're going to continue government funding, the border must be secured. And the White House has to realize that and take us seriously. Number two, we have a true ability to expand our majorities past this Congress. We can do that with strong, direct leadership where the White House knows where we stand. The American people see uh, the strategies and the work that the Republican majority is trying to get done. I totally believe that. And number three, we can have unity in our conference. It's going to start with a fresh voice in leadership, working with all of our colleagues to accomplish the mission that our voters sent here to do. Um, now, he'll be on his third person who he thinks will be the greatest speaker in the history of ever. But it'll be fascinating to see how Jimbo, Jim mm -hmm. Banks, handles mm -hmm. this because Kevin McCarthy was going to be the greatest speaker in the history of ever. Jim Jordan was going to be the greatest speaker in the history of ever. I wonder who Jimbo is going to be for this time. I haven't really heard much kind of all quiet on the, mm -hmm. the Western front. Is Jimbo actually going to stand up for a, an actual conservative like uh, like Byron Donalds? Or is he going to go back to uh, third time's a charm, another establishment uh, figure that he thinks will be the greatest uh, speaker in the history of ever? Well, with what, eight or nine different people putting their name in the race, that will fracture the vote even more possibly by, this by time. By the way. Okay, like who's the last speaker that you can think of that you were like, that guy was pretty good? I think you got to go all the way back to Newt Gingrich pre-1998. Now, Gingrich went totally off the rails after 1998. But like 95 to say 97, which is the kind of the last time you got a balanced budget, 
So that was 25 years ago. Okay, before that, then who? Like the speaker, there's a, it's a super powerful position, but can you really think, like presidents are etched in your mind, Washington and mm-hmm. Lincoln and Reagan, but are there any like speakers that you're like, oh my gosh, that guy being Speaker of the House made all the difference in, in society. And that we remember him forever. Yeah, you don't. Like you just you you just absolutely don't remember these people for the most part. It's interesting that Byron Donald said one of the last things that he wants to accomplish is the mission of the voters. Yikes. That should be on top.